Is it gossip? No, he doesn't talk trash. Did you say this was a daily podcast? Hello, my little peanuts. It's me, your host, Lance Bass. This is the Daily Popcast for Wednesday, April 2nd, 2020. Oh, God. Just kidding. April Fool's. It's April 1st, You know what's bad? You were saying that, and I was like... (laughs) You were thinking to yourself, like, what day is this? Like I said, it's either going to be a Saturday or a Monday. Today's show, since it's April Fool's, is going to be just like a Saturday, guys. (laughs) So buckle up. It's going to be a wild ride. Wow. I wish everybody could hear me clapping. Um, I think I'm in a good mood right now because I actually just went on a drive. I had to go to CVS to oh pick gosh, up some yeah. medication. Um, and I just feel so much better just being able to, I don't know, just drive somewhere. It's like coming out of a cave. You're like, oh my God, light yeah. people. And maybe because I just slammed a kombucha right before this. And that always gives me a lot of energy. Really? Yeah, it What's, does. What are your favorite flavors? Ginger berry. Ginger it's, berry. It's blueberry and ginger. I know. You don't taste the ginger, really. I'm not a ginger person. You know what's good about this episode? Mm. We can actually talk about food freely. I know, because today we are going to have Kat Cora on. Oh, yes. Iron Chef Kat Cora is going to be with us. Um, Now, we did a show together a couple years ago on Fox called My Kitchen Rules. Mm -hmm. And I have not spoken to her about that experience yet. Oh, really? So I really want to uh, know what she thought during this whole process. I didn't even know you were on a kitchen, like a cooking yeah, show. Yeah, me, so cool. me and my mom. Aww. Yeah, it was really cute. And we should have won. Yeah, we should have won because we won almost every <laughs> single challenge mm-hmm. except the last one that counted. I, you know what? I hate reality shows. I'm going to get into this with Kat too. Okay, okay. I hate competition reality shows yeah. that don't look at the whole entire season of who the winner is, you know, like to, to get the winner, you yeah. look at like all the challenges. Then what's the point? I hate when like, just like us, we win every single challenge. And then the very last challenge, which decides the winner, mm-hmm. our oven didn't work. So we lost that one. And so we lose the whole show. That doesn't even make any sense. It's right. It's just not fair. The oven doesn't work. No. Oh, I was pissed. Oh, I would be pissed too. Yeah. They gave me a gas oven and I've never worked with a gas oven because it was on propane. It was outdoor. We had uh-huh. to cook outdoor. Oh, okay. And so, of course, I was doing a tenderloin, which was the dumbest thing to do when you know that you're, you've never cooked in a kitchen before. <laughs> but I thought I'd have a, you know, just a real oven that would tell me the real temperature. Yeah. Oh, no. It would never said what the real temperature was. I thought it because you have to, you know, you have to cook it very slowly yeah, and yeah. at a low temperature. Mm-hmm. I look in there and it's supposed to be, you know, I'm at like 150, right? Uh, it's at 400 degrees, oh my just God. like blaring. And, it, and the thing says it's at 150. I'm like, what? So it just completely overdid my steak. That doesn't done. sound fair. It was not fair. That doesn't sound fair at all. Although the winner, uh, Andrew Dice Clay, he did put out a really great final meal. Like it was good. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. I I love those shows. I've always wanted to go on and like have ingredients and see what I can like make out of it. Yeah, them. it's fun. We, and because of that show, we've been really, my mom and I have been sharing a lot of our recipes, which we're going to share a lot on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're starting our own, uh, our own home line, Ooh. starting with food. It's called Laurel and James. And uh, we're going to launch that on QVC at the end of the year. It's such a cute freaking name. Like I couldn't think of anything 
that would be more perfect. That's all so the cute. Games. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. And then, uh, yeah, we hopefully Mike can get to the, my doctor today, mm -hmm. or we might have to call him on another day, but we're gonna be talking a lot about IVF today. Mm -hmm. Um, a taboo subject that people are finally talking about. I know, right? Uh, we're going to talk about Michael and I will talk about our experience, the IVF process. It has been a long and dramatic one. Mm -hmm. And we decided we wanted to bring our doctor on, uh, mm -hmm. just to talk about this because since we are, so open to uh, everyone's stories right now. I, I want people to feel like they're not in it all by themselves. That totally. a lot of us are going through it um, because it wasn't until I talked to a lot of my friends that went through it and, you know, lost, uh, you know, uh, babies along the way that I, I realized, wow, this happens a lot, mm -hmm. like way more than, than not. Yeah. You don't hear about it often, mm -hmm. but then when you hear about it, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk to him about all IVF and learn something new today. I'm excited. Yay. It's been so educational the past couple of days. That's what we do here. That's what we do. <laughs> all right. Should we call Kakora? Let's call Let's her. Let's do it. <laughs> Miss Kakora. Liz, Beth in the house. Oh, oh. oh my gosh. How are you doing all quarantined? Oh my gosh, all quarantined over here. <laughs> you know, if I was going to be quarantined with one person, I would definitely have to pick Cat Core here because I could only imagine the good food that we would have. I know. <laughs> it's pretty good over here, I have to say. And, mm. you know, we have, uh, I have six hands helping me. So it's oh, nice. it with six boys. So I will tell you, it is, um, Man, it is a really, really, it's so wild right now. It is an amazing time. I have to say, we have no money coming in. We have every restaurant shut down. We have yep. no production happening, but we're happier than ever. And we get to be together at home for the first time ever yeah. in our lives uninterrupted. I mean, it is, uh, it's, amount of time. it's a strange world we live in, but yes, looking at the positives of all this, the bonds that we're creating and you know, and scaling it back and just relaxing and taking care of ourselves. I hope those are the habits that we'll be able to keep when everything does get going again. You know? Yeah, I, I agree. I really hope that, you know, I feel like this is kind of a recalibration. Mm -hmm. The world is kind of recalibrating. The mm -hmm. universe is definitely trying to teach us something here, yep. but it's really about recalibrating your life and really seeing, you know, I mean, if we're looking at the silver lining of it is, you know, being able to be as present as possible, we may never have this again. Yeah. And I mean, I hope to God that we don't, I hope we don't have a pandemic that is so, so scary and, um, has just, you know, has destroyed so many families and, and, you know, um, but at the same, if we're going to have, if we're going to try to look at the silver lining of any of this, um, chaos and uncertainty and, and scary times, it is that, this is the time now use that as, you know, a time to say, wow, a lot of people are losing their lives. It's a very scary time. There's people on the front lines every day. But so I'm going to take that time and make it and, and, and really, really appreciate it and really not take it for granted. Yeah. And so that's what we're trying to do every day, you yeah. know, amongst figuring out what we're going to do to pay the bills and, you know, taking care of eight, six kids and, you know, really, um, the, on, on the flip side of that, figuring out how we're going to, um, get through this. And I know we will, yeah. I know we all will. Yeah. Um, but we're all kind of in the same boat. And yeah. I want to tell my viewers on my series every night, quarantine cuisine is that we're all in the same boat. This is a time when no one, it doesn't discriminate. There is no one that is 
in a different position. We're all in the same exact position where we're all struggling to make ends meet, um, losing our jobs. Um, but at the same time, you know, if we're going to find something positive about it. Let's find something positive about it. Exactly. And make it- we will and, and make it a blessing and make it a blessing. Exactly. We will. We're resilient. That's, you know, we're, th- that's what we're good at this country. We, we know how to yes. adapt and, uh, and that's what everyone's going to do. And speaking of adapting, you know, yes, your restaurants are closed right now. There's no production going on, but you know, you have to pivot into, okay, what, what can I do during the situation? And you've started this new show quarantine cuisine, uh, on your Instagram, uh, uh, page. Now you do this nightly. Yes, I do this Monday through Friday nightly live, and then I um, create content for the weekend so everybody can get through the weekend, and then I can kind of, you know, down, I can download with my family and kind of really be present as much as possible, but I have felt like this has been a time, you know, I was cooking dinner every night anyway. I was cooking for a family of eight. I was cooking at home. I was using everything I have on hand. I was trying to make things stretch. Nicole and I were you know, we were like, we're cooking anyway. We might as well share this and open up somewhat of a, you know, a hotline, if you will, mm-hmm. to cooking advice and cooking tips and how to cook on a budget right now. What is shelf stable? How can you make a dollar stretch right now when we're all financially strapped? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that was something that we was really important to us is to connect with the community out there and the world out there to give that those tips. People are cooking in their home more than they ever have right, right now. Um, because everybody's isolated and in quarantine and they're having to cook. If you've got a family or even for yourself, you're cooking three meals a day at least and it's seven days a week. So people are in their kitchens more than ever. And a lot of people, you know, from, you know, everything that I read and I talk to people daily and not, you know, everybody isn't, for instance, like you or like me, you know, they're not as comfortable in the kitchen. They aren't used to being in the kitchen every day. They aren't used to being, in their home every day, so um, confined. And so I think it's more about trying to give people an outlet to share their recipes, to ask advice, for uh, ask for cooking tips, ask what can I, what are the best things to be buying now if you're shopping online? I mean, I know that people are trying very hard to stay away from the grocery stores as much as possible. Um, they're trying to use what they have, they already have in their fridge or their freezer and their pantry. And I'm saying, listen, use all those things like use your freezer right now It is your best friend right now your pantry staple items are your best friends right now things that you can stretch that are cheap or inexpensive like canned tuna canned tomatoes canned beans um dried fruit um you know things like rice and pasta Pasta, and all of those things and frozen vegetables i'm using a ton of frozen vegetables right now because you know, they're still healthy. They're, they're frozen. You know, everything is fresh frozen these days. And so we're still going to be able to get nutrients from them and we're still going to be able to eat something healthy. So it's really about going in every night. I'm cooking dinner anyway. What am I cooking for my family? Share in that, you know, ask any question you want, talk, you know, let's communicate, let's open the dialogue and really have some meaningful conversation, not only about what's happening in the world and how everybody's coping and, you know, how everybody's, you know, doing with their families. It would be either you're, you're solo in your home alone and away from your family, um, which I was for a week um, last week. And um, so I kind of have, you know, and now I have all the family here and, and we're, um, you know, together. But it's also about finding personal space and being able to, um, you know, work together as a family. I mean, we have everybody. We have older kids tutoring. We start homeschooling tomorrow. 
So start homeschooling. Mm -hmm. So we're becoming teachers and we are, you know, overnight. And so it's really about, you know, getting everybody involved in the household. Um, You know, we have the older kids tutoring the younger kids. We have some of the kids that love to cook, cooking and giving Nicole and I a break a little bit for breakfast or what have you. And, you know, everybody's pitching in. So I think that um, our nightly show is really about that. So people can talk about everything, you know, that is on their mind and get cooking advice and tips. And how do we how do we cook on a budget? And mm-hmm. how do I do this seven days a week for 30? How do I do 35 meals a week um, at least? And um, how can I how can I enjoy that time and use the kitchen to bond with my family? Yeah. Because we may not see this again and, and get this time again. Exactly. Um, you know, so I think that's what the show is really about. That's great. It's so needed. And uh, I know you got married to Nicole a couple of years ago now. Um, yeah. And now your family grew by two more children. So you, you got the six children there. <laughs> um, how do you stay sane when you are having to cook oh three gosh. meals a day? You're going to start homeschooling. Again, it's, you know, six kids in a house. I can't imagine. Uh, do you have a trick? <laughs> yeah. You know, the thing is, is that what I've been doing is, is that we've, you know, trying to keep the kids busy and occupied and on, you know, on, I know they want to be with their friends, but can't be right now. I know they are, you know, they're missing the socialization like all of us are. So it's really, we've been in the kitchen a lot with the kids. We've been cooking more than ever with them. We've been having fun, you know, watch, you know, catching up on some old movies. Um, I think that for us, it's like really we're doing wash for eight. We're doing homeschooling. We're doing, you know, all of these things that we aren't used to doing daily. Um, we're now doing that. So it's some of the ways that I, I know that I get up every day and I, you know, I set my intentions in the morning. It helps me to just take a minute, put some earphones on, put a meditation on, clear your head, set your intentions for the day has been helping me a lot. I've been back doing that again because I kind of lost track of that from traveling so much and being so busy. Um, I got back to that in the mornings, just giving myself 10 minutes at some point in the day. I like exercise. I'm lucky that I have, um, you know, I've had this old machine, you know, for a very long time in my garage that I just get on and I exercise. Or, you know, if you can social distance and you want to, and you are, you know, you can get out in your backyard and get some fresh air and, you know, take a minute, get some, you know, it's very important to get some sun right now. Just go stand in your backyard and Mm -hmm. do some, you know, you know, spend some time just having a little downtime for yourself. I think giving each person some personal space, you know, um, I know for me, I love to oil paint. I've been wanting to, you know, I I love to paint. So I've been painting more, you know, I have never, I haven't had a chance to do that. I've been gardening. So I'm getting out, trimming these fruit trees that I've been trying to do for two years. I think it's finding these things that you've been wanting to do, make a list for yourself because if not, everything kind of seems to run together, but making a list for yourself of things you want to accomplish, things you want to do with your kids that maybe you've been putting off, um, time that you want to spend. But I do think it's important for everybody to have a place to go in the house and I have agree. personal space and put some earphones in and listen to some music. And we've kind of designated, everybody's kind of designated some personal space for themselves in the house. And that's been really, really helpful oh, for smart. everybody to to stay sane. Yeah. Everybody gets some, you know, earbuds and put them in and, 
you know, listen to music or listen to a podcast, you know, like yours, or we, um, you know, just spend some personal time together, you know, and, and then apart. It's okay. Right. You know, and, and we don't, do we, we can't forget to breathe also. I think oh that's gosh, one yeah. big thing that will help everyone is if, you know, throughout the day, you should just think about it, take 10 deep breaths and it really yes. does center you. I've been doing that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It works. Yeah. Doing that a lot. And that's what I was saying about go out into your yard, get some sun for a minute and, or go, um, you know, your patio or whatever you have and take some deep breaths of air and get out for a minute. And that really, it's amazing what you just said, amazing what that can do for your mm-hmm. mental health. Yep. Um, just to get that time to just, again, take a moment, get grounded for a second and go, okay, you know, I am here. There isn't anything that I can do about this right now. This is, you know, bigger than me. And there's a lesson here. And it's a, and I'm going to take this moment and make it into a blessing because you can't, you know, hopefully somebody, our, our beautiful healthcare workers and our genius, you know, experts out in the world will cure this or find a vaccine and, you know, find tests for everyone and be able to get answers. But right now, you, me, our everyday people, we, we can't do that. But what we can do in our own home for our own mental health and for our family is to take those deep breaths and take a moment and really get grounded and calm so that we can carry on mm-hmm. and we can do this. Cause I know that we can all do this. Oh yeah. No, it's we're just, we're resilient people. That is for show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we try. Uh, um, Kat, who in your life cultivated your love for cooking? How did that begin? You know, really, my parents. I mean, I have to say, I grew up in Mississippi, like you. Woo-hoo. You grew up in Clinton. I grew up in Jackson. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask about your mom and your parent, your family from after this. But, um, and what you know about what's happening in Mississippi. But yeah, yeah I, you know, I grew up in Jackson, Mississippi, in a Greek American household. So I had all these strong cultures around me. I grew up, you know, going to you know, Greek Orthodox church and was very strong in that culture, but also very deep rooted in my Southern culture. And so I had all of these amazing cooks around me. I was very lucky. Everybody in my family knew how to cook. My dad was a grill meister. My mom was a, you know, she, her, my dad, my grandfather was an Air Force uh, general. So they were, they traveled around all over the world. So she had a really kind of global cuisine and her repertoire and so did my grandmother and so they kind of knew a lot about different eclectic cooking and and different ethnic cooking as well and taught me a lot about baking and cooking and grilling and marinating meats and all of these different recipes and so I just grew up in a really rich household that just cultivated my love of cooking and my grandfather on my father's side was a restaurateur in Mississippi he came over from Greece over through Ellis Island and landed in um, Greenville, Mississippi, believe it or not. And, That's where uh, I have my cabin. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Greenville. And yeah. he actually started some of the first fine dining restaurants there. So he actually started um, some white tablecloth dining, which a lot of Greeks and Italians and immigrants started some of the first white table um, dining, white tablecloth dining in Mississippi and in the South. And he opened restaurants. And then my godfather, who I was very close to, and my godmother, he opened up restaurants in Jackson. So I was around the restaurant business my whole life since I was a little girl. And it was just really that love and that, that, that memory. I felt like it was in my DNA by the time I was a teenager and I just fell in love with it. I knew I wanted to be in restaurants in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's kind of how my love started. Yeah. And it says here you were on the road to medicine 
before food. What <laughs> What did you want to do in medicine? I wanted to be a doctor. Yeah. I really so wanted cool. to be. My, my mom was a nurse practitioner. My mm -hmm. dad was a school teacher. And I really was like, I really love this field. I want to be, I want to go into medicine. And then I ended up going to college and, and changing somewhat. I, I went into um, exercise physiology, nutrition with a minor in biology. And I actually decided after that, that I love that. I love the health and wellness field, but I want to go into food as well. And it actually later in life, even though after I'd gone to culinary school and at Hyde Park at, at the Culinary Institute of America, and then I'd gone on to France and cooked in two, three star Michelin restaurants, um, I came back to the States and I thought, you know, after some time had passed, you know, people really started becoming healthier, wanting to eat healthier. And it really was amazing because both of those careers, both of those um, you know, came together in a beautiful way. And I was able to um, apply the health and wellness aspect in my background to my food. And so that's kind of where, you know, my platform has always been is health and wellness. I know it's so important. And, yeah, so important. And I'm, and I'm so happy. And I think that that's one of the things that is so important to me right now too, is teaching people. Cause you know, listen, this is the thing we're all being um, in an uncertain place in our lives everything is uncertain is a, that you know, we can go one of two ways. We can stay positive and try to stay healthy mentally, emotionally, physically, or, or not. And we can all pick up. It's very tempting to pick up a lot of when you're, you're, you know, there's, you might be prone to depression or you might be prone to going, wow, I'm isolated right now, or I'm isolated with my family or I'm overwhelmed. You know, it's very tempting to overeat, over drink, over exercise, over whatever it is, you know, there's a multitude of things that we can do. And I think that this is one of the places that for me that I've been able, I think that I can offer some help for people out there on how to eat healthier, how to cook healthier on a budget, how to cook healthier when you only have a can of beans and some rice, or you only have these few things that you can cook is turning that into something that, you know, does have a, you know, a healthy foundation to it. So I'm trying to apply that too. It's, you know, as well in the show every night and in, in my message, but, um, I just want to, I want to help people stay, um, as healthy mentally, physically, and emotionally as possible, because I know I've been there. I've, you know, I've, I've dealt with depression in my life. I've dealt with, you know, a time in my life when I was going through a really terrible divorce where, you know, I, you know, I used alcohol to cope and, you know, now I've, I've re I've been able to recalibrate and get a lot of great tools that can help me stay, you know, somewhat balanced. We always have to kind of check ourselves because we can, it's very easy to, to get off balance here and to get off balance there. And especially when we're thrown in an uncertain situation like this. So I think that's kind of, you know, I try to, I try to approach the message during my show as well on anybody out there in the world that's, you know, having problem, having you know, have needs some help in coping or needs friends or yeah. needs, needs to be able to reach out because no. this is a time where it can be tricky. It can be yeah. tricky for a lot of us. Exactly. Well, tomorrow night, Thursday night, uh, I'm going to be on quarantine cuisine with you. Uh, do you yes. know what we're going to be doing? What, what do I need to expect? Oh, I, I, you know what? I'm going to surprise you with what I'm doing for dinner. You could okay. just, you come on and you just talk, you just be your wonderful self. I want to talk about your family I want to talk about your mom, who I adore. I want to talk about what you know um, is happening in Mississippi, as well as what you, you and Michael, and how you guys are coping, and you know your family and what's going on. So I just want to, I want to just 
talk to you about what your perspective is. You know, I'm trying to have people on that are leaders and influencers and get their perspective and, you know, from different walks of life. So it's going to be exciting to talk to you and, and, and catch up as well. And I'm just going to cook. So I'm going to be cooking dinner and you, you can be cooking. You can be doing whatever you want to do. You can right. be I mean, I want to cook too. Yeah. I'm going to be all jealous that you're going to get to eat it. And I'm going to sit there just watching <laughs> just you. Be staring at her. <laughs> well, I can, let me think about it. And I'll send, I'll let you know what I'm doing. I had it. I'll give you a little heads up. Okay. I'll yeah. Go. Yeah. I'll go get the ingredients. Right, we'll right, cook cool. together. All right. Perfect. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I love it. I love it. David and Michael, it's good to have you back on the daily podcast. Oh, hey there, Lance Bass. I wish I could see your face right now. Oh, that's okay. We're uh, we're very far apart. This is what we're supposed to do. We're doing our part, David Michael. Oh, that's right. You know, I've been separated from people for my whole life. Uh-huh. They always seem to distance themselves. Very strange. Yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, David Michael, I was wondering, are you looking to last longer and go a few extra rounds? Oh, Lance. Well, of course. Yeah, the the horses eat hay, probably. <laughs> well, do you want to be confident every time it's time for sex? Oh, but uh, Lance, you're making me blush. And how did you know that was an issue? Well, we've had this conversation before because you told me about Bluetooth.com. Bluetooth.com has the first ever chewable that brings your performance in the bedroom to another level. Oh my God, you're right. I did tell you, you know, that uh, time at that party when I had a few too many tequila sunrises <laughs> it's true no you were telling me that they have the same active ingredients that are viagra and Cialis, so you know they work oh that's right uh-huh without the pesky cost and you know what since they're chewable they can work faster yes they can yes that's right you know you know you can take them anytime day or night even on a full stomach and they'll still work did you know that and if you know something else and this stuff is cheaper than those other two i said that before so this is a no-brainer. Basically, if you like sex, oh, God, I'm blessing already. You'll like BlueChew.com. Plus, you don't need to go to the doctor's office or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line. Blue Chew's online physician consult is free, and once approved, your order ships straight to your door in discreet packaging. And here's a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code LANCE. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code LANCE. David Michael, always a pleasure. Jess, there are always things we look back on and think, how did I get it so wrong? I might be wearing multiple polo shirts and popping all the collars and donating to Coney 2012. Oh my God, I remember that. Uh-huh, yeah. And we're dating that one person that one time. You know the one. I, I don't think we have enough time in this ad to talk about that. No. Well, Policy Genius makes finding the right life insurance a breeze. In minutes, you can compare quotes from the top insurers to find your best price. You could save $1,500 or more a year by using Policy Genius to compare life insurance policies. Now, once you apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape for free. And Policy Genius doesn't just make life insurance easy, they can also help you find the right home and auto insurance or disability insurance. That's pretty important. Mm-hmm. Do you? claim disability insurance because you work on the show (laughs) (laughs) i don't know but maybe i should (laughs) for what we do to your brain (laughs) that's that's valid yeah that's true so even if you look back on your triple denim days in distress you'll never be distressed about life insurance with policy genius in just a few minutes you can find your best price and apply at policygenius.com we all get things wrong from time to time at least we can get life insurance right with policy genius i just have a question about triple denim days Uh did you do that 
Uh, no, I was never a denim on denim. I mean, I know it's fashionable now, but never been my thing. Ugh, no. Policy genius, guys. Um, now, you've hosted many food-related shows. Which is one of the best experiences you've had on one of your shows? Well, of course, with you, my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. I was leading the question, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually, I have to say, that was a really, really fun show. Oh, I, got, yeah. I mean, it was so cool to like for us to get so much time to spend together. I got to know your mom really mm-hmm. well. She is a doll. Yeah, I mean, she best. is a doll. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, I think about, I think about her all the time and we just, we, you know, every once in a while I'll bring up, Oh, I just, I hope, you know, Lance's mom and family are doing so well, but, um, that was a really great experience. That was such a fun show and it it's a bummer that it didn't get us another season. But, um, and I have to say what I just did on ABC with family food fight was incredible. That yeah. was such a great experience. Great and, show. Seeing people, thank you, seeing people from all walks of life just, you know, doing their thing and coming in. There's so, talk about family bonds. I mean, you know, that was the coolest thing to see. And, and there hadn't been a food show like that, you know, where people actually came on and they were, you know, a family of three. They were fighting together and battling together mm-hmm. and, and bonding even more. And they were so close. And it was such a great group of families. And I think that that was such a, an amazing experience as well. And I mean, obviously, Iron Chef is a cult classic and it's still plays every day. And mm-hmm. it's ama- it was an amazing experience. It kind of was a tipping point for my career in many ways back in 2005 when we started it. And, um, you know, we just have, there's just so many, just, you know, it's been a blessing. What can I say? It's, I've been so blessed. I've gone above and beyond what I ever thought I would do when I was a little girl in Mississippi. I had a lot of dreams and aspirations being little Kathy Cora in Mississippi, but never did I ever believe or expect to have so much, um, so much, you know, wonderful things go on. It's just a, such a sweet, it's a sweet, uh, it's been a sweet life. Yeah. Well, you have been killing it. So proud of you. Um, oh, thank you. I have one question for you here. So as a chef, what is a common mistake that home chefs or even restaurant chefs make that surprises you today still? Um, I think that they try to, I think that what the common mistake that I hear a lot about and that I see all the time is that they try to do. Um, instead of taking baby steps, I think some people try to go from A to Z. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of learning in between that. And I think that a common mistake I see a lot is that I'm going to try to impress so-and-so, you know, my boyfriend, my girlfriend, my husband, my, my, I just met so-and-so and I'm going to try and they try to go, they, they want to, they want to be, you know, at a place where maybe they're not ready for, yeah. put it that way. Yeah. And it ends up being, it's an, and it's an epic fail. And I try to teach people, do what you cook best. Mm -hmm. Like for those kind of impressive moments, experiment when you know. I mean, I do a lot of experimentation on my family. I don't do it for, I don't wait for a very, very important event. Like when I cooked for President Obama and Michelle Obama, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't try something new. Right. (laughs) I went with what I knew how to cook. Uh Those aren't the moments. Those are the moments you, you test it out on the people who know you, love you are always going to be honest with you and they're going to love you. Even if it's, even if you burn the chicken, they're going to still love you, you know? (laughs) Um, And that's when you try new things out. But I think going, I think people underestimate 
their favorite dishes that they're cook- or they're really good at that people oh it's not good enough or it's not fancy enough or it's not gourmet enough it's like no but people just appreciate good food i think really when i go to dinner with people and sometimes people are intimidated to cook for me but i say please cook for me because i don't you know my wife cooks for me which i love and the kids will you know break out something you know like this is my birthday coming up on friday and oh, happy, happy birthday, birthday to me <laughs> all of that i just threw that in there you know just a little happy birthday but, um, <laughs> i'm gonna be doing i'm doing a big happy birthday i'm doing a big part birthday party on uh, virtual mm-hmm. everybody's invited so tell all your listeners i'm telling them now oh, you're all fine. invited last day, and it, it'll be on your instagram, instagram live Instagram Live, okay. 5 o'clock Friday, April 3rd, 5 p.m. We're going to have a big virtual birthday party around the world. So How you guys are fun. all invited. I was just thinking all today, invited. you know, a bunch of us are going to have birthdays during this oh, quarantine. Yeah. What do you yes. think they're going to call everyone that had birthdays locked in? Like, there's going to be a name for us all. <laughs> I don't know I don't what know. it is. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we should come up with that, though, Lance. Yeah. We need to coin that first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? You, know? you might have one yes. in quarantine. Yeah. I'll, oh, I'm definitely having one in quarantine. Mine's May 4th. So, yeah, we'll still be on lockdown may 4th great we'll still be locked down and Mm -hmm. then my wife's and then nicole's birthday is may 28th we'll see but i Mm -hmm. have a feeling we're going to be in quarantine for a while and um you know but i think that that's going back to your original question that's what i think people think it's not fancy enough or not i just love when people cook for me i don't care if you're cooking your mom's tuna casserole that you've cooked for your whole life and that's what you want to cook for me i'm just appreciative that you're cooking for me and i think everybody feels that way so i would say to all your listeners out there just go with, with your best dish the best thing you got like you know best foot forward go with that dish that you know is tried and true you've done it you've cooked it a thousand times and people will love it i promise you i will guarantee that that's awesome um tell us about chefs for humanity Chefs for Humanity is um, a charity I started about 15 years ago, and actually it was in response to the tsunami um, that hit Asia, and uh, as we know, 15 years ago, 16 years ago, and I was already doing a lot of um, emergency feeding relief. I was um, in response to different um, crisis and with other charities like, you know, Care.org and World Food Program and um you know, Amer- uh, American Red Cross and International Red Cross. So I was already involved with a lot of charities and a lot of chefs. Came, so they knew at the time that was way 15, 16 years ago was way before many people had. I mean, I think my charity was one of the first chef driven charities that was that started. And um, it wasn't like it is today. Like now every you know, all of my colleagues, which is wonderful, they all have foundations or charities that support different causes around the world. And I think that that is a, a beautiful thing. And we Internet, you know, we cross over and we cross promote and help each other out. Um, but back then there wasn't. And so a lot of people knew a lot of my colleagues knew that I was doing um, a lot of charitable different, you know, different things. And I was connected with a lot of charities. So they called me and they said, what can we do? We want to be we want to we want to be boots on the ground. We want to do this. We want to. And so I thought, well, we need a plot. We need a charity that actually um, is first respond, you know, working with first responders on emergency feeding relief. That was number one, that when we weren't, we didn't have a crisis and we weren't in emergency feeding relief that we would, um, work towards, um, ending hunger and uh, hunger related causes. And then also nutrition in America, which was really, is really, really important, um, as well. So those are, it's kind of a three prong, 
type of charity. So um, we've been doing a lot of work. We've done a lot of outreach right now. We did a lot during all of the, you know, the Hurricane Katrina and the earthquake in Haiti. And we've done a lot now. And every time there's something like this, Chefs for Humanity supports in some way. Like right now at Mesa Burger here in Santa Barbara, my two burger joints, we have one in in Santa Barbara and one in Goleta, which is right down the road. We're opening one in Montecito. And right now we're giving food, you know, free meals away to healthcare workers and first responders. So we always open our doors and do that. We're also with our employees as well. We're doing all we can to help them because we've had to lay off employees, which is so yeah. sad. It's uh, the saddest it's thing to me horrible. ever. Yeah. So hard. And um, so we're helping them in any way we can as well as staying open for the community for takeout only Mm -hmm. takeout pickup and delivery um just to help help people get a hot meal you know and um whether it's a burger a salad a fish sandwich Mm -hmm. whatever it is you know we're here to help people well that Um, and you get to keep some you know employees on when that happens exactly and that was part of it too is really Mm -hmm. important to us to do anybody who wanted to work that could, and we would keep them safe and in the best way we could, you know, and with masks and gloves and sanitation and all the things that we're doing every single second to try to keep everything super sterilized, but also keep people employed as much as we possibly could. Yeah. And that was so important to us while we await relief and funding. And, you know, we just hope that we get that. And I think that you know, everybody, every restaurateur, I think the hospitality industry was hit one of the hardest hit industries mm-hmm. of all of this. Oh, yeah. I know everybody was hit hard, but it was really, really devastated um, across America and throughout the world um, from uh, just from this virus. So yeah. um, we're doing everything we can. Well, the good, the silver lining and all that is, you know, yes, we're in the hospitality business. All my businesses are hospitality. They're mm-hmm. all dead right now. Yes. But when we yeah. all come out of this, people are going to want to celebrate and just go <laughs> oh. to dinners and dance. I know. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to rebound quickly. I think mm-hmm. it's going to rebound quickly. Mm-hmm. I think as soon as people, you know, are feeling comfortable going out and they, it is going to, people are going to be ready. Like you said, to, just celebrate and be like, I am out again. So I think it is going to rebound quickly. And I think that the good thing is, is that, and hope and pray that everyone around that will just help each other. Let's elevate each other in this industry, whether you're a landlord, whether you are a, a restaurateur yourself, whether you're whatever relief, you're an insurance company, whatever relief or the government, please let's elevate each other and help each other through this, mm-hmm. you know, time yep. until we get to the other side. Exactly. And I think that that is, you know, such an important message because we're all in it. Mm-hmm. We're all in it. Yeah. Um, well, since uh, we are all in our houses right now and, you know, a lot of us think that we're expert cooks now because we've all discovered cooking in the last <laughs> couple of weeks. Totally, totally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I have to say this. One of the funniest things that, I saw on I, on Instagram today was somebody said something like, "Look, y'all, I made my favorite dish. Now I'm a chef and I'm opening a restaurant." <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> Everyone's gonna have a restaurant. Everyone's gonna have a podcast at yep, the end of this thing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so well, I want to play a little game with you uh, to finish this. Uh, so these are items commonly found in our pantries, and I would like you to give us some advice on how we can make a creative dish using some of these items, all right? Okay, I'll try. All right, so one, what if we had some old stale bread? What can we do with some old bread? Oh, well, you know what? I just did this, ironically. So what I made was, was I have this spicy tomato soup. So you can tomatoes. We all have probably have some canned tomatoes and make a really good tomato soup, puree it, put some garlic in it, mm-hmm. onion, 
whatever you have, dried herbs, whatever. And then I took up some, I actually took some cheese. I took some stale bread, cut it in half and made a big sandwich out of it and did a grilled cheese with it. Um, and I made, I cut it up and made croutons. Mm-hmm. So grilled cheese croutons and a spicy tomato soup. Oh, <laughs> so good. Love it. And now <laughs> all I can think of is like a good gazpacho. Like oh, I just yes. like, I would love yes. a nice cold exactly. gazpacho. Mm, so good. Um, what would you do with some ramen? You know, there's a lot of college kids out mm-hmm. there. We've got lots of ramen noodles. What do we do? Oh uh, yeah. I would say make a, a really good, I would take ramen. I would cook it down. However you, you know, you, know, you cook it, Then I would put it in some eggs. I think every eggs is such a great vessel. It's got tons of protein. I would make a frittata or make an omelet with some ramen in it. Put whatever you have in there. It also is great because you can put anything you have on hand. You want to put some tomatoes in there or cheese you need Mm -hmm. to use up or whatever you need to use. It's a great vessel for the ramen and everything else you need to use up. And eggs, eggs have definitely been my saving grace. I've always liked eggs, but I mean, now we have an amazing farmer's uh, market that delivers to our grocery store and you can buy 15 or 30 eggs, like, but you have to buy 15 or 30. So we get all these fresh eggs, which is great. And because of that, I have now perfected my eggs a la Francais. (laughs) Oh, you have to make that for me or not. You have to just, oh, you have to do that. That's one of the good ones you could do. You could do that tomorrow if you want to. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's I like the best. Love it, love it, love okay, it. Okay, okay. All I right. I want to know all about that. Here's a couple more. All right. Uh, what would you do with your canned soups? Oh, dang. Canned soups. Um, shit. You know what? I think making a – I would definitely – Go back to the old days when you were growing up and your mom took that mushroom soup or that, you know, um, can of mushroom soup or that clam chowder or whatever and make something like a good stroganoff or like a egg noodles or pasta and make a bake with it. Like just put something on, put it in a big, you know, Pyrex dish or baking dish, put some cheese or whatever you want on it. Bake that baby in there. That's what I would do with canned soup, for I sure. Love it. I love that. I'm well, starving. thank you for the pointers. Uh, all right, Kat, I'm going to let you go because I know you got lots to do, but I will uh, see you tomorrow night on your Instagram live. It's just at Kat Cora, right? At Kat Cora, you guys, Lance is going to be on tomorrow night, 5 p.m. Pacific time. You guys come on Instagram live. You're going to see me cooking dinner, and I think Lance is maybe going to cook something too. I'm going to try. I'm going to go on and comment. <laughs> And remember, I, I wanted to just do a shout out on my my hashtag that I want everybody to adopt because I think we all need to band together in this, especially the hospitality industry and everybody who loves food, which is everybody in the world, is hashtag fork the virus. Fork, fork the virus. virus. I love it. I love it. Let's get that trending. <laughs> love you, darling. I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, I can't wait. Thank you so much. Give the everybody family my love. Thanks so okay. much, Kat. We'll get everyone Thanks, there. Jeff. Thank right. you. Bye, Kat. Bye-bye. Miss Cat Cora, everyone. Iron Chef. I am the first and only woman Iron Chef, yeah, I believe. Honestly, probably a bad I- great idea to have her on, but now I'm hungry. Like, like, we always talk about food, and now we have an Iron Chef on. Now she's making us hungry. She made me hungry with stale bread. <laughs> I know. When she first went to the first one, I was like, oh, shit, this is not going to be good. And I'm hearing my stomach just growl. Oh. All right. Well, uh, yeah. So check me out tomorrow night, 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific. That'd be 8 p.m. Eastern on her Instagram live at Kat Cora. We'll just be having fun. We're going to be cooking together. I, I mean, I, I'm going to cook a meal with her. Are you? Yes, of course I am. So cool. It's going to be nerve wracking. Make sure, though, listeners, 
eat something before you watch or eat something while you're watching yeah, yeah, because yeah. if you're like me you will be ordering everything very true mm-hmm. very 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 true um all right guys well i can't get to my doctor today so we're gonna do that tomorrow yep because uh, you know cat likes to talk she's and, great. I, and i love when it people was, like to talk it was so refreshing yeah it yeah. is she's she's good there's a reason she's a television host mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she knows <laughs> she knows what she's doing um all right so we'll get with my ivf oh i didn't get to talk to her about her ivf experience it. oh well I'll talk to her tomorrow on her show about it. You know there what? you go. Yeah. And yeah. you have time. I'll, I'll, I'll you know, flip the script on her halfway through the show. Like, All so right, cooking. Let's talk about IVF. Well, let's dissect this. That's let's unpack word. this. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> let's so much unpack better. this. Um, all right, so we'll, we'll check in and do a whole IVF uh, talk tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the meantime, oh yeah, it is Modern Trust Week still. Mm-hmm. Um, we did we, we we yeah we asked a question yesterday, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we already have we're gonna pick the winners very soon. We get to pick five winners every day. I've had every people day. text me mm-hmm. that are like my friends and family asking mm-hmm. me for the code. Uh, and yeah. I'm like, oh no no, that's not how this works. Oh yeah, but we are gonna give a code, right? Yeah, we are. But yeah. like they. They yeah. can pay, they can play along. Exactly. Now. Yeah. We yeah. We have we have our we have our friends and family code that we're giving <laughs> everyone. Just put in the code trusting. Sorry. Moderntrust.com <laughs> but putting trusting. Sorry, Dan. Um so but I mean whatever. I mean They'd be so lucky to have our listeners sign up. Everyone needs to sign up. Um, So anyway, if you don't know what Modern Trust is, go listen to Tuesday's show. Mm -hmm. Uh, It'll explain. We had the the founder there. It's it's I think it's just a really important thing that we all need to look at right now. Yeah, he was great too. Yeah. Yeah. And we're giving away for free. So uh, we're going to ask you questions about our Cat Core interview today. It'll be on Instagram page. And we'll pick five winners from today also. We'll pick five winners on Thursday and on Friday. And there you go. Perfect. I love it. Oh, did you want to say anything about your Watch What Happens Live? Oh, yes. Uh, I'll be on Watch What Happens Live on Tuesday. Tuesday yeah, next. it'll be interesting because, you know, Andy had the corona. I call it the corona. corona. Um, I have to look up what date Tuesday is because uh, I don't know what date. April 7th. 7th? Okay. April 7th. You're on oh Watch gosh. What Happens Live. So, yeah, so Andy is back on. Of course, he'll be doing it. I guess he might can do it at his studio because he lives really close to his studio. But the rest of us will be. It'll be me and Lisa Vanderpump. You better stay away uh, from Andy. <laughs> and I'm very excited. So Vanderpump calls and she's like, "Well, you do watch what happens live with me." And I'm like, "Well, of course." She's like, and she's she's always been a stickler on. She will never do watch what happens live unless it's just her. She doesn't want a guest. Oh, yeah. So if you've ever seen her, it's just her. But but, but you're important. <laughs> I know. Like, good for you. And she's like, and and you know, this will be the first time anyone's ever been with me. <laughs> I'm like, well, thank you for letting me grace your presence. To she's so interview. funny. I feel like she's she's so funny, like a fairy godmother. That's uh, what I feel like she is. Uh, she's ridiculous, and I love it. Love it. Um. All right, that is all the show I have for you. Um, enjoy the rest of your April Fool's Day. Don't get too full today. If you're listening to this Stay early in the morning, me. you know, you're, you got the, you got the leg up on everyone. Cause I always forget every year, every year I forget. Well, now, you know, because we're talking about it. So I'm going to just slide out this mm-hmm. side yeah. door and leave <laughs> before you have a chance. No, it's fine. Oh, but you know what I have to bring back? Landscares. Yes. I forgot about that already. We're bringing back Lance scares. Turkey's not in here right now, but we're bringing back Lance scares because the world needs it right now. Is it just for Turkey though? No, it's just turkey. Yeah. Okay, good. No, because I mean, I'll trust her and other people. Maybe you, but 
if no. people don't like it and they might punch me, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, see, that's my problem. Yeah. The fight or flight. I fight yeah, yeah. and flight. See, Turkey's just, you know, Cheeky he just, he just laughs and it's it's funny and okay. very, yeah, I that's like fine. it. Uh, all right, so that'll be coming up. So take care of each other. Uh, be good to those animals. Um, yeah, and check in with Kat Cora and me tomorrow at 5 p.m. Pacific on her Instagram live. We'll cook something real fun and special for you. And we'll remind you guys about Watch What Happens Live too. Yeah, that'll be on Tuesday. All right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow on The Daily Popcast. The Daily Popcast is executive produced by me and Sim Sarna, written and produced by Jess Keener, and music by Josh Cook and Alicia Eagle. The Daily Popcast is a Cloud 10 production and is powered by Simplecast.